Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Diana. Welcome to Filmscape, a movie reviewing podcast. Today, we're reviewing House of Gucci, a new biographical crime drama directed by Ridley Scott about the murder of global fashion tycoon Mauricio Gucci, played by Adam Driver, at the hands of his wife, Patricia, played by Lady Gaga. Al Pacino, Jeremy Irons, and Jared Leto co-star as other members of the Gucci family. It was a name that sounded so sweet, so seductive. Synonymous with words, style, power. But their name was a curse too. I've been a Gucci all my life. Your name is in the history books. Paolo, you are Gucci, you need to dress the part. It's chic. So, Diana, what did you think of House of Gucci? It was a... It's a movie full of true crime and great actors, great fashion, some fun music, and I enjoyed my experience, but it did have some funny pacing. I had an enjoyable time watching the actors play out this story of what had happened to... Maurizio and seeing it from Ridley Scott's point of view, what he wanted to kind of show the world. What are your thoughts about it? It's all right. <laughs> I think this is a case of really talented actors elevating a so-so script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even they, I, I thought, for example, the different characters, they all have big personalities. Actually, only half of them do. Some of them, I felt like they didn't know what they were doing. Or, in other words, I don't think they really knew what movie they were in. They didn't really fit in. And I don't know if it's their fault, but it's just that there's all these family members. Maurizio's relatives, they come in and they start to... I don't think the movie really knew how to deal with everybody and have a coherent, straightforward story proceed in a sensical way. The movie just got kind of jumbled and it just lost its steam pretty early on, which isn't good. And it's way too long, way too long. A lot of the scenes needed to end a lot earlier. The editing also, I thought, was strange. Yeah, I agree with the that. The way a lot of scenes ended, I was like, oh, what? That's it? And it didn't help that there was very little score, background music. There was just very little of it. And I think that also didn't really... I think it needed a little more of that, a little, a little more energy, like music of the time, like that would have been good. Correct. You know, one thing I noticed was that there was the use of music from the 70s, the 80s. That was great when it was applied. But then in the moments when it wasn't, or again, as you mentioned, there wasn't a score, it just felt kind of, it was a little bit lacking. It was dragging. And it's part of what made the movie feel as long as it really was. When the music that was included was good. It's just that I agree with you that it would have benefited from some more music. More score, specifically. More score, yes. 
The movie starts as a very earnest love story between Patricia and Mauricio, which is Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. And they just happen to live in the same area. She works for her father's trucking company, and he is an inheritor of 50% of the entire Gucci business. So they have this very organic meeting, and she pursues him. He's kind of shy and awkward, but uh, they eventually fall in love, and because of her working-class background, Mauricio's father, Rodolfo, played by Jeremy Irons, he doesn't approve, and gives Mauricio an ultimatum, either be cut off from all his wealth and his family and marry her, or just not be committed to her and he can stay in the family, and he decides to stay with Patricia, get married, and forgo his fortune. So then he works for the father's trucking company, he's having a great time, everything's wonderful. Eventually, they're gonna have a baby, and Patricia... She bonds with Aldo, Mauricio's uncle, played by Al Pacino. And he's a very gregarious, warm-hearted guy. He likes Patricia a lot and sort of takes him under his wing when he finds out that she's pregnant. So this kind of gets Mauricio back into the family a little bit. Eventually, Mauricio, he reconciles with his father, who at this point is dying. Even though the dad all along, even when he has conversations with Aldo, Maurizio's uncle, he says, oh no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how old I get. Like, I'm not going to give anything to him because he doesn't even want it. He's a lawyer. But I think it's not until he becomes a grandparent and also sees his own mortality and sees that. I think it's a few factors in there that makes him realize, oh, actually, I should be giving this 50% stake to my son, so he does. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. He hasn't signed the dotted line, though, before he passes away. And this stops Mauricio from getting the fortune. It's sort of implied that Patricia forges it. This sort of begins her increased involvement in the family business, ruffles some feathers, and clashes with some of the uh, other people, like... Paolo Gucci, played by a pretty unrecognizable Jared Leto, and this leads to all kinds of family dynamics and betrayals, goes on and on and on. When the family gets introduced, this is really where my problems start, and it's like still in the first act, I think, because then Adam Driver is just really sidelined, like he just disappears from the movie pretty much, and is just a background character for the longest time, I guess to make room for these other characters. I already mm-hmm. thought, like, oh, this is... I'm not really sure, like, what I'm supposed to be caring about. I mean, I guess Patricia is obviously the main character, but... Right. She kind of gets lost a little bit in there, too, for a while. And, like, I get it. These are all really great actors, and they're all playing big personalities, so everyone needs their moment. But, but I just don't think the movie knew how to deal with everyone and just stay on course. Because it's supposed to be focusing on Patricia and Maurizio, and then what happens is it's... Then trying the movie only does that for the first 25 minutes and then I know but then what happens is that in then trying to tell the story of the Gucci family they start going into Aldo and Paolo and their problems and then eventually it's like trying to circle back to our real main characters at some point and making them connected and It's not terrible at doing it, and it's not, like, that bad at doing it. It's just that it's not as smooth. It results in a long-winded movie that seems, as Ben is kind of indicating, and what I also share, the viewpoint that I share, is this very elaborate movie telling this big family story, but still feeling very... Pointless? 
Oh my god. No. That was another thing. Is I, I yeah I, I oh, wasn't no. really sure because of I knew where this was leading. I kept waiting for that to to happen, and it it doesn't happen until the very end. We're following almost twenty years in all these people's lives, and that's fine. But Patricia just comes across as this hot tempered. She's kind of a rags to riches character because right. she starts with a very humble beginning. She's just this charming social woman, and she really just like starts making all these big decisions and throwing her weight around. Mauricio eventually just gets tired of it. And he has to go on the run to Switzerland anyway because of these crimes. The police finally come knocking on his door. And then things really change up. And then he really changes. But this isn't till like the third act. It is very unfocused. It just didn't come together for me. I agree as well with that assessment that the way that they go into this kind of disconnect and decline of the relationship it is a rags-to-riches story, this power-hungry story, but at the same time, if they were trying to make this point about the character change within Maurizio, it wasn't well conveyed because it just seems kind of like he was fine being a humble guy and then eventually became more, actually, I don't really want to deal with you, Patrizia, and too bad. Well, like, she continued to, like, be very much like, I love you, and he was very distant. It felt kind of like, all of a sudden, my feelings aren't there, rather than, like, a more of a change, a transition in feelings. I like that the movie started with this very pure love story between them, and very clearly conveying that Mauricio honestly just does not care about wealth and riches, and, and he's not greedy, at least at first. It implies that he wasn't really all that satisfied or happy where he was before Patricia came in and kind of woke him up. And it's almost like a manic pixie dream girl, like that tr <laughs> that, that trope of the down on his luck guy. And then this bright, spunky girl coming in, whisking him away and making him come alive again. That's like that's like the it, intro yeah. of this movie. It's very straightforward. I, I don't know if that's how it happened in real life. Maybe it did. But anyway, that goes away, though, pretty quickly. But it was laying that foundation. So that I think that's one big problem right from the get-go, is that this movie either needed to just get really psychological and, and is very focused on just them. I agree. And, and, and everything about this movie just through their eyes, keep these other characters on the periphery. Mm -hmm. Don't, like, spend all these scenes with all of them. With all, there's all these indulgent scenes with Paolo, played by Jared Leto. Yes, some of them are funny, but there's just, like, clutter. Or, I think, and this is more what the movie ended up being... Have it be an ensemble movie where everyone gets equal amount of time as you're following this family saga. And it's not really about any of them, not any one character, but about the Gucci family and just all the crazy stuff that happens sort of equally and have it be more of a comedy. And there's a bunch of scenes that are like that, but not enough because then it tries to be all dramatic and serious and you're just like, so then, what am so I supposed the, to be feeling here? Right, because then that tone, that uneven tone, it leaves audiences confused of, is it a comedy drama or is it supposed to really be a drama? And I think this movie was advertised to be a drama. And yeah. yet there, there are these moments that are funny, which, you know, I don't mind laughing, you know, and everything. Like, it's nice to have a moment where you laugh. But I think that it happened just like one too many times where I got confused myself about the tone and didn't know what exactly I was watching because I kept thinking that I was watching something that was honestly in the end a true crime story portraying 
the unfortunate passing of Maurizio Gucci, and then some of the stuff that happens with the family alongside of that. There's just a whole mess of things, like, in the whole middle of the movie. And there are funny moments. I think this would have just worked better as more of a comedy. And then some serious parts were, like, that have to be taken seriously. The dissolution of their relationship. And his murder. Yeah, of course. And the murder, how only ha- it's, like, the very last thing that happens. So that that's really... There's, like, almost two and a half hours of the movie well, the, up until then. Well, yeah, the very first scenes of the movie that were brought into seeing with Maurizio is when he's on his bike in Milan and he is going to his office from getting coffee and then it in the end of the movie it, it circles back to that. It's just like The Last Duel, how the, the yes. previous Ridley Scott movie did the same it thing. It starts with the duel and then it stops and then you see everything that happens up till the duel. Right. Then you see the whole duel. Exactly. And I, th- I thought of that as well. Gucci needs new blood. It's time to take out the trash. They're my family. So am I. You picked a real firecracker. She's a handful. Bravo. I don't know about you, but during this movie, I was thinking about Scorsese movies. Newer Mm. Scorsese movies. The big epic crime drama ensemble movies and those have a lot of humor throughout some more than others and i don't know what this would have been like if martin scorsese did it Hmm. It, it's it certainly felt like especially like the wolf of wall street if you think about it yeah this had a lot of parts that kind of reminded me of the wolf of wall street i'm bringing this up because that movie i'm pretty sure had a lot of improv that movie i think stays very focused and i don't want that movie to be any shorter and I, i love it honestly and with this, I feel like a lot of it was going for the same thing. I don't know if any of it was improv, but boy, there were some scenes that just went on and on and on. And some of them were funny, but others were right. just, were just. I was just like, and, and right. I don't know if those scenes had improv or right. what they were doing, if it, if it felt that way because the actor was doing something and they just let the cameras roll and then left it in. I don't know, but mm. uh, eh. I can see that. I also understand where you where you're coming from and how it comes off as being unfocused because just letting things happen as they do and I didn't really hear about a lot of what was improvised per se like it wasn't in like this a, movie yeah like I didn't I have no idea but like, none of it might have been improvised like, I, I'm just speculating following this this crazy family yeah. full of big personalities and there's lots of funny stuff but there's also all this crime stuff going on and the rags to riches thing. That's a classic Scorsese thing. This movie trying to be that kind of thing. Yeah, I see that. Um, obviously, there's not that much violence in, in this movie. Or it's not like Goodfellas or anything. But um, I more just mean like that tone. Loose and messy in this case. I just don't think some of the actors were given the right instruction. Or were just being mm. too indulgent. The main thing was, okay, like I mentioned before. Half of the characters are big personalities. Adam Driver as Mauricio, Jeremy Irons as his father, and Al Pacino as Aldo. They were all pretty consistent, though of course Al Pacino is doing his yelling and, and all that, and that, that's always fun. I, <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was good. But Jared Leto as Paolo, he was acting like the star of the movie. He was just, his scenes felt, it felt like he was the center of it, and sometimes they were funny, like I liked that. Right. But it didn't work in the end, like with, I don't know, they just needed to cut some of that or 
didn't fit with the rest. I understand that because it's like they're trying to capture a family, but yet it seems like it was a little bit overindulgent where then you're wondering how important is this person in the grand scheme of the story you're really telling here? I mean, I know they're trying to tell the story of the family, even though it really feels like it should be about Patrizia and Maurizio, especially with the way that everything is advertised. That's what the story was advertised to be, like as if it was, it's like, oh, we're calling it House of Gucci, but it's really like the Patrizia Reggiani story with Maurizio Gucci. Yeah, I don't know how much of that is because Lady Gaga is the star and she's obviously massively popular. So you need to satisfy all her fans who flooded into the movie theaters just to see you know, one of their favorite singers star in a movie, so it's asked to be all about her. I don't know. But in, in any case, I thought Lady Gaga's performance was great as Patricia, and this movie is not a complete mess. Like, she is in most of the scenes. A lot of it is through her perspective, and that's good. Yeah. She really holds it together in a lot of ways. Oh my goodness, one thing I loved about her was that just every scene that she is in, it's like you can't help but focus on her. Because there's something about her energy and just she has something about her presence as an actor that makes you want to know, you just want to know more. You want to see more. And I just, I loved her performance and just how into it she was. I also loved the sets and the clothing and how effective it was in really making her Patricia and her being able to embody that. Like that was... It was just so effective. Yeah, her and Jared Leto and Al Pacino really, they were really the ones that were popping out. And the rest were all, they were all really good, but they were much more restrained and chilled out. It was definitely an actor's movie. All the actors were very, were just so effective in their roles. I thought this movie was okay. Like, I'm criticizing it a lot, but I did enjoy plenty of it. I just have a lot of issues and just wish a lot of things were different, in the script especially. The actors do carry it in a lot of ways, even if they're not all used appropriately and go a little too far in some Mm. cases. They keep it engaging, I guess. Yeah. I don't consider myself to be a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. Father, son, and house of Gucci. Diana, would you recommend House of Gucci? Yeah, I would to movie lovers who are okay sitting through a very long movie, but you know, like someone who who likes true crime and wants to watch something like this, sure, watch it. Because of the portrayal of, you know, unfortunately, Maurizio's, the hit that's placed on him by Patrizia. It is definitely not a perfect film, but I, I did enjoy watching, you know, because of, again, the fashion, the sets, things like that. How about you? Uh, not in the theater. I'm with you. I, I, I don't really think it's worth paying theater prices for this, uh, especially because, like another movie we watched, The French Dispatch, This, if you want to watch it, it benefits from being able to pause and take breaks. Yes. This for sure, because it's two and a half hours long, and I think that would help. I agree. If you're interested, if you want to watch it, if you're a Lady Gaga fan, if you're a fan of fashion, 
fan of these actors. There's some pretty great actors in here for sure. It's worth watching. Like I said, just maybe not worth it for theater prices and where you can't pause it, you can't stop and watch the rest tomorrow because you've had quite enough for yeah. one sitting. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I yeah. probably would I probably felt. Yeah. But there's good stuff in here. Yeah. You know, I'm just a little mixed. I am mildly disappointed. I did want it to be a little more engaging, but Yeah. Um, I mean I feel like for a film that was trying to capture everybody, it did kind of leave some funny, interesting little things out, like Patricia's that she she was known to own ferrets and a parrot. That would have been perfect things to put if this was a campy, funny movie, which it should have been. Like, right. what are you doing, movie? That It's right there. Right. And then... Uh, why didn't they do that? I know. And then there may not be a, a necessary point, but if you are going to have some form of biopic, they included one of Patrizia and Maurizio's kids, but they didn't portray the other one. They left out one of the kids. Which I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, like that. I think that's kind of weird. Especially having like those quirks, like owning a bunch of parrots and, and ferrets. If that's what yeah. is really true, those details are important. That would have made her even more eccentric and and funny yeah. and over the top. Like someone owning multiple parrots and ferrets as pets. That adds personality it to the really movie. Does. That makes it funny. Who knows what else they left out? But for whatever reason, maybe to make it more serious and whatever. But. No, this this should have it should have leaned into being just full on funny and crazy and like a Coen Brothers movie maybe. Aww. And if <laughs> that it would have been good, right? And if it was gonna go the other way, then stick to it. It's uh, just, yeah. but it is hard if when go, it doesn't know what line it wants to. Yeah, if you go cross. the other, if you if you go the other way, the way it ends up, I think it just would have been a really dreary, depressing, somber slog of a movie. It's like everybody is a failure; they all die. And they all lose their company. It's like, I think for it to be, for it to feel worthwhile, since they are these big personalities, I think a funny, campy satire would have been perfect. But there's lots of scenes that are like that, so it just didn't commit to it fully. Yeah. That's House of Gucci. Hi, Film Booze. If you want to contact us with any questions or comments or thoughts on the film... You can reach us at filmscaped at gmail.com. That's F-I-L-M-S-C-A-P-E-D at gmail.com. We have a website called filmscapepodcast.com. We also have an Instagram at filmscapepodcast, which you should definitely follow if you are not already. Please remember to rate and review and subscribe. On the podcast platform of your choice. Thanks.